Hello everybody and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Health and Sports Show. Today we're going to talk through risks and benefits ratios for treating clients. Something that all clients should think of in whatever profession they're in. Because everybody wants to get better real fast, right? They come into your office and they might have been in pain for seven months or seven years, who knows, but they're going skiing in two days time and they want you to fix them like that. <laughs> I'm sure if you're a clinician watching this, you've, you'll chuckle away because you'll know you've had many of those clients. And if you're a client or a patient, you might well be giggling or looking a bit sheepish because that might have been you or you certainly know someone who's done it. We don't mind when people do that, but it's difficult because it puts us in a tricky position because all clinicians want to get people better as fast as possible and want to take their problem away. That's usually why we're in the profession because we care about our clients and the health of our clients. But what this does is if someone does or has had a problem for seven months, the chances of getting it better in two days are very, very slim. Okay, slim to none. It can happen, I've seen it happen, but in my 15 years, I could probably count the amount of times on one hand that it's happened compared to the times where it's taken a process to get people better. Getting people better, it's what's called a treatment process, not a treatment event. An event is a one-off thing. A process is a collection of events put together to push you towards where you want to get to. So treatment is a process, okay? So when somebody comes in with a relatively long-standing problem and wants to get fixed like this, it puts under pressure, us under pressure to treat you straight away, okay? And that's why we don't do that, because I want to understand what's going on, you know, what's working well, what isn't working so well. Let's put together all your medication history, you know, what are you taking, what illnesses have you had in the past? And with all of that information there together, we can then work out what we think the problem is, what are we going to do about it, and roughly how long is it going to take? What are we going to do to reduce the risk of the problem coming back again? So when we do that, that takes time and it takes reflection, especially in the early stage. And that early stage is the most important because if we don't understand where you are, then it's very difficult to get you to where you want to be. Okay. Imagine a sat nav where it tells you, it knows the destination but it doesn't know your location. How is it gonna calculate your route if it doesn't know where you are? It's just gonna keep, you know, the beach ball thing, just keep spinning around, not doing anything. So I watched recently, we did a very short YouTube video because someone asked me about the Y strap, okay? So I watched a treatment with a Y strap and watching the, the, the chiropractor doing it and Everything seemed fine. He was doing some work on the, the ankles, the feet, the wrists, the ankles, low back, mid back, all that sort of thing. And then he used this Y-strap. Now, if you've not seen it, I'll put the link to the video in the, uh, in the description there. But for me, it was a treatment that had way greater risk than it had benefits. When you're doing that sort of treatment, as a clinician, you're really treading a fine line because if anything goes wrong, you need to justify why you did this. We know, unfortunately, there was a, a case of a young lady in America recently who in mid-June 
had a treatment and it caused severe issues with the arteries within her neck and after a few days or weeks in hospital I forget the exact um, details but unfortunately she lost her fight for life and you know that that's that's the thing that as a chiropractor you never ever feel that you're in risk of doing because we generally 99.9 percent of people that we see have relatively straightforward uh, musculoskeletal issues but we were always taught in our education that you screen for these things that don't happen very often because when they do happen you want to pick them up okay yes they're very unlikely but you want to pick these things up so the safety is in the assessment and the history taking and then that should then feed into your treatments so for example the y-strap technique is a high force traction maneuver okay much like if you had someone's neck in a noose you pull the floor away or you kick a bench away and they drop down very quickly now if a clinician or a chiropractor osteopath physio or anybody said here put your head in this thing that goes around the back of your neck and then we'll just put a little strap under your chin stand on this stool i'm going to kick this stool away and you're going to fall one foot or 12 inches towards the floor and that will just track your neck off how many of you would do that i'm guessing it's not many yeah so why would you be willing or why would people be willing to do that rather than in a vertical position in a horizontal position it makes no sense to me my mind just can't deal with it that a clinician a trained clinician because this guy is obviously trained because you can't be called a chiropractor without having gone through good level of training but why would a client think it's a good idea as well you know i don't I don't understand it. I don't understand where the thought process of, oh yeah, this seems like a great idea. Stick me in this homemade noose. Pull me as if you're trying to take me into another postcode. That's a great treatment. No, the risks are up here and the benefits, someone might feel better afterwards, but it's a numbers game. In my opinion, it's a numbers game. And you've always got to think about those ratios and those potential dangers that could happen neck manipulation does carry some risk but so does crossing the road you know there's risk everywhere but these are things that we would we would look for and if someone falls into that category then you might do some extra tests to check the arteries in the neck you might do some other things just to lower the risk and make sure that you are making a good decision because i'm telling you now if that gentleman does that maneuver or any chiropractor does that maneuver on someone and they get injured from it they have got to justify their decision making they've got to justify their decision making why they did that maneuver for that person for that problem why didn't they do something else so i use traction a lot so i use decompression a lot and that's their words that they used in their videos was decompression of the spine yes you can decompress and that does help people but I do it by, by hand and I hold underneath the back of the head, put my other hand on the front of the, the, the head like so and gently pull as if we're stretching the client out. Now the difference is that we're doing 
a low speed, low force traction, where we've always got the chance to be looking at the client, seeing what their facial expressions are, asking them, does that feel okay? Is that making your symptoms worse? Does it feel good? You know, does it feel the same? Whereas when you do a hard pull in literally a fraction of a second, you're getting no feedback until it's all over. And that could be too late. And me as a, as a person, rather than just a clinician, putting my person hat on, I don't want to ever hurt anyone. I want to make people better. That's what we're there for. Like I said at the beginning, we're there to help people with their health, not make them worse. And I want to lower that risk as much as possible. So if that means that I don't treat them on the first visit and I treat them on the second, then that's fine by me. If that gives people, you know, if that makes people grumble and say, oh, well, you know, I wanted to get better straight away, then I'm sorry, but it ain't going to happen. Okay, it doesn't happen like that. You have to go through a process more than likely you need to get your expectations in check and uh, realize that these problems might take years to come they don't take seconds to uh, to, to go away so hopefully that little ramble <laughs> um, made sense to you that we as clinicians I as a chiropractor and osteopaths physios might feel the same they might feel different and, and that's fine because we are all different and that's the thing just because we're all called chiropractors or physios or osteopaths we're not all the same because we've all got different interests different approaches and different philosophies on what we do so you should always you know check that out first you know if you get a recommendation from someone uh, then say oh well what do they do do they do this do they do that because they might be different to your previous uh, clinician but um, yeah, that's enough from me today. I've, I've waffled on enough. Just be aware that if you don't get treated by your clinician on the first visit, it's because they want to find out more or understand more about your current condition so they can make more informed decisions, not under pressure, under stress, to make a better decision about how they're going to treat your problem and get you to where they want to get to. That's all there is behind it. There's nothing else behind it whatsoever. But thank you for listening. Take care. Please do like the video if you're watching on YouTube. Review the episode if you're listening on uh, the podcast. If you're a clinician listening to this, would love to hear your opinions. Quite happy if someone has a completely opposite view to me. That's fine because, like I said, that's what we do. We are different and that's fine. We should embrace that because what works uh, for, for one person doesn't work for someone else so there's a clinician out there for everybody but all I'm saying is it should be safety first is it the uh, Hippocrates or, or Hippocrates however you, you want to uh, pronounce it the oath of uh, medical doctors is to first do no harm and I don't know whether the Y-strap's going to do no harm throughout its lifetime so thanks again we'll see you soon bye bye Thank <laughs> you.